welcome to the Beaver Bulletin, your new favorite weekly podcast from University University's The Tech. Here giving you all of the news and updates from the last week, I'm your host, Konimov, and don't forget to go check out all of the other great articles that The Tech has to offer. Let's see what's on the bulletin board for this week of January 31st, 2021. Today on the bulletin board, we've got an interview with BVU's new director of diversity and inclusion, Dr. Barian, regarding the importance of Black History Month, the COVID death toll in Iowa has now reached 5,000 people, and of course, the event of the week, Super Bowl 55. All of that and more to come on this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. If you want to learn more about any of these articles, scroll on down to the description and you can go check out these articles for yourself. Now, for our first story. Our first story on the board comes from BVU's new Director of Diversity and Inclusion, Dr. Joel Berrien. With it now being February and Black History Month, I talked to Dr. Berrien about the importance of Black History Month. Here's what he had to say. Uh, I was just wondering how your opinions on Black History Month have, uh, or what, what they were when you were younger and how they've changed to now, because I feel like a lot, of, a lot has changed since then. Well, my views when I was younger, um, was that I didn't really understand the importance of it because it wasn't really taught in our school systems. Fortunately, some of us uh, in elementary school, had we had like two black teachers there, three, three or four black teachers there. Junior high, I had one black coach. Um, in high school, none whatsoever. So in elementary, you know, those black teachers would, would tell us a little bit more and, and we'll learn something about it at church or you know, our parents might say something about it. But, you know, as you matriculated up, like I went to junior high, the only black person I saw was a black coach and uh, a black assistant principal. And both of those people were, were, were in like disciplinarian type roles. So it, it, it's, it's like the higher up we went, the less, the less information we got, unless you got it from home. So therefore, the underlying message came across was this wasn't very important. Black History Month was just, just another month. You know, I mean, we understood it was supposed to be significant, but it was not reinforced. Uh, the significance was not reinforced in the school system. So it wasn't until I went off to college um, that I really fully understood the significance of it. And then I really, got a, a lesson in, in, in black history and who I am and what I should have known at that point and, and been surrounded by all these black scholars and all these, all these people like, wow. And later on, I transferred to Jacksonville State University in Alabama, which is a predominantly white institution uh, for my major, doing my major, it was a culture shock. You know, I was like, oh my God, what did I do? But I was fortunate enough to link up with the African American Association, which is like BSU here, but so it, it was that version there. And it, and it kind of uh, filled that need as far as like learning more about uh, my history. Now that I'm grown and I'm older and I got children of my own now, one's a freshman in college, one's a senior in high school, um, it's taking on a whole new meaning now because the high schools that they went to didn't didn't promote it either. You know, they live in Huntsville, Alabama with their mom and their stepdad. And, and they went to a predominantly white school. There was very few minorities there. And it's 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 like incumbent upon me to make sure they learn about who they really are. 
Because if I don't teach them who they are, they're not going to get it. If, if they don't get it, it's taking on a, a special significance for me now, being that I'm a father, being I'm in this position now, also dealing with these students. Well, I need to not only teach, uh, not not for the classroom perspective, but 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 emulate, you know, the important Black History Month beyond February, not just one month out of the year, but the shortest month, by the way, but beyond February. But I also need to help others to understand the importance of it. Yes, we have the Black Lives Matter movement, but how does that fit into the con the continuum, the 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 ongoing uh, uh, history that's still being made? Because the history books ain't closed. It's still being made. Uh, I just have one more quick question. Um, right. You and the CDI, I bet you and the Black Student Union and a lot of the other uh, multicultural campuses campus clubs on or clubs on campus have like talked about this month already do you guys have anything planned for like students and everything on this well uh bsu has a week that they they've planned they're going to get the information out i know on the 17th i mean on 15th uh we're going to have our inaugural our very first african-american reading about here in the mac now seven eight uh, uh dr anna uh what's it uh for Matella, she's she on the 17th that's going to be uh, an event about a black opera singer from Iowa. Be going on, but I'm also going to come up with some other passive programming uh, to, to do throughout the month as well. Been I'm new, I kind of got, I kind of came in, had to do a lot of music training, so I didn't get a whole lot on the calendar just yet. But we're going to try to do some other stuff in addition to that. Big thanks to Dr. Barian for sitting down and talking with me. Look out for more information regarding events during this Black History Month. Next up on the board is Storm Lake School's hybrid approach to learning being disrupted by the new state legislature. Last Friday, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed State File 160, which forces all school districts to give the option of 100% in-person classes to students. With this new law expected to come into place by February 15th, it is expected that Storm Lake and most other schools around Iowa will drop their hybrid option and give students a choice between going online and in-person. While Storm Lake High School does have a mask mandate for all students and faculty, it is still scary to think of how many students will be walking around in one of the most overcrowded school districts in the state. According to Superintendent Stacy Cole, Senate File 160 will heavily alter the instruction at Storm Lake High School. Parents have been contacted all around the district and will have until the end of the week to make the decision for going online or all in person. Many schools all around Iowa will be going through a similar process. Here I am again, continuing to give you all the weekly reminder to continue to wear your mask and stay safe. Now to our third story on the board with the state of Iowa surpassing 5,000 total COVID-19 deaths, 60% of which occurred in the last three months. Iowa hit this tragic milestone on February 4th, just under a year after the first death. The count as of February 4th at 10 a.m. was 5,033, with 58 additional deaths being reported in the past 24 hours. While it is sad to see the state of Iowa reach such a tragic milestone, there is still hope. Now almost a year after this all started, a COVID-19 vaccine is finally being distributed, but at an alarmingly slow rate. Iowans are continuing to die and more continue to be hospitalized. With so many Iowans losing their lives, we're at a point where it is very likely that you know someone who died of COVID-19. In October, the Des Moines Register took a poll to see how many Iowans knew someone that had died from COVID-19, but now in February, they're telling you that you do know someone. This spike in death numbers in Iowa comes as a surprise to many. So many families mourn the loss of their loved ones as we all watch the vaccines be very slowly distributed.
Moving to number four on the board with GameStop stock dropping 60% in less than a day. If you jumped on the stock buying train of last week, I hope you sold your shares in GameStop. After last week's short squeeze on GameStop stock, which forced large hedge funds to pay out billions, which would later lead to a popular stock trading app, Robinhood, not allowing people to purchase stock in GameStop and other companies in a similar situation. Many people were angered by Robinhood's limitation of the free market, but they might have saved a lot of users from losing a lot of money in the stock market. A mere week after GameStop became the most heavily traded stock in the entire world, stock prices for GameStop have dropped 60% and are currently sitting at $90 a share. On Friday of last week, GameStop was sitting at $325 a share, bringing the total loss to about 72%. This increased interest in GameStop stock came very suddenly and disappeared just as quick. After costing many big players on Wall Street billions of dollars, this saga of GameStop shares being highly valued seems to be over. Robinhood has lifted the restriction on GameStop and other companies like it. The stock market seems to be returning to what it looked like just two weeks ago. Coming to our fifth story on the board with Kamala Harris starting out her vice presidency with what seems to be a very traditional approach. On January 20th, 2021, Kamala Harris made history by becoming the highest elected female official in U.S. history. It is very early in Harris's vice presidency as she hasn't even moved into the official vice president residency in D.C. as it is going through some renovations. However, her two weeks as the highest elected female official has been similar to many vice presidents before her. Harris has been at Biden's side for the majority of the two weeks as she also swore in Biden's cabinet members. All very standard task for the vice president. However, Harris told NPR that both her and Biden are putting a lot of emphasis on working together on these important decisions. Biden, being a former vice president himself, knows the importance of the vice president's role in being a successful president. Harris offers a different viewpoint in these presidential meetings, which helps the planning and decision-making process. While Harris has started off doing very traditional vice presidential tasks, it is likely that by the next presidential term, Harris will go down as one of the most influential vice presidents. The final thing on the board is, of course, our event of the week, Super Bowl 55. Sunday, February 7th, six-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will take on the defending champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. This matchup will feature two explosive offenses with two of the best quarterbacks in the league with Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Both teams had an impressive regular season, but the Buccaneers have had a great playoff run coming off beating the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. While the defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, are the favorite, it is hard to count out Tom Brady. It is hopeful that this game will be close and that penalties won't play a huge role. This season, NFL referees have called an average of 11.24 penalties a game this season, which is the lowest it has been since 2000. Many fans complain that penalties decide too much of the game, but if referees continue to call penalties at the rate they have been, the Super Bowl will not come down to those penalties. Make sure to tune in on Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. Central Time to watch the Super Bowl and all of its amazing commercials. That's all on the Bolton board for this week, folks. Make sure to come back next week for more great stories and updates. Remember, if any story interested you and you would like to read more, links to all of the articles are in the description. Also, don't forget to go check out more of the great articles that the TAC has to offer. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Beaver Bulletin. I'm your host, Colin Amoff, and I'll see you all next week.